Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Chewy. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, none of the people in that open right there are here today, except for me. Uh, Lex is gone. Uh, Don is gone. Uh, Grant is filling in. It's uh, it's the dude show today uh, with Kenny on traffic. So uh, sit back, relax, and get a healthy dose of testosterone That's right. with your orange juice. That's right. <laughs> That's Duding right. out. That's right. Hi, everybody. Get a the dude show. Yep. We were talking tequila before we went to break, and we're getting some responses. On You've the, got mail nice. on the twitters on the twitters machines. Uh, Panda writes to us on Twitter: Tequila is having a moment, but have it with caution. Too much, and you'll end up naked on a Star Wars ride. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, Panda. What she's referring to is the uh, the story of. Colin and I at Disney. This is a couple trips ago. Oh God! Yo, you haven't heard this one? No, Grant? I'm I'm excited. Tell me. <laughs> so, <laughs> the deep tease. It's a yeah. So I'll repeat it because it, it's it's a it's a it's a recent it's a recent good and it's a good one. We were when we're there, and this was just the two of us. Uh, we don't we just want to do our thing. You know, we're not, we're not much for, uh, talking, you know, we just want to, we've met some great friends, but normally we don't really socialize a lot and, and make an effort to meet a lot of new people because we do Disney hard. You know what I mean? We, 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 we have a plan, we have a system, we, we do it anyway. And I say that because we are at our favorite, Lounge, which is called the Tune In Lounge at Hollywood Studios, where our friends uh, Julie and Elena work. The legendary Julie, bartender Julie. Nice. So we're sitting talking to Julie, and uh, we're standing at the bar enjoying our beverages. And there's a couple there, Grant, and the couple starts talking to us. And normally, I would be like, "Oh God," because I, you know me, and the audience knows me. I despise small talk. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not good at it. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I get, oof, oof. Yeah. Anyway, but this couple was delightful. Nice. Like, we were really loving. Uh, he's a barber. He's been a barber in Orlando, uh, like, for years. Good-looking couple, uh, young, in their 30s. They have two cool kids. We were just totally digging them. Cool. So we befriended them for the night. I ended up getting our tab. Like, I got everybody's tab. 
Very nice. And the guy, and and I only say that, not in a braggadocious way, but because it fuels the story. The guy looked at me and he goes, no, you didn't have to do that. And I said, no, I want to. This has been a delight. I've enjoyed, you know, Colin and my husband and I have really enjoyed. We were there for about an hour or two with him. I see why it's a really nice place looking at the pictures. The tune-in? Oh, Oh. it's cool. It's like a retro 50s diner. Yeah. But this is the lounge connected to it where you can get drinks to go or you can hang out at the bar with Julie. I love the (laughs) TVs behind the bar. That is cool. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Yeah. it's like from the 1950s. Mm Mm-hmm. So the guy looks at me and he goes, oh, my goodness, thank you. My wife and I, now, you, we're at your favorite bar. We want to take you. May I buy you guys a shot before we say goodbye? Nice departing now, gift, yeah. Yeah. Now, I am not typically a shot kind of girl. You know, I'm not. I, I used to, but I'm not. And actually, that's not true. I've really never been a shot guy. But I'll do it. I'm not a, I don't say no to him, but. I don't love them. I'm with you. Right. Are you with me, Grant, yeah, on that one? It's yeah. one of those things where, like, you know, it might be a nice way to, you know, get a little buzz going a little bit. But if you do it too much, it's just going to take you down a path you don't want to yeah. go on. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but, like, it, some, but, but a little quick jolt might not be a bad one every once in a while. Yeah. And I don't, but and on that topic, and here's a side, a quick sidebar. I don't like to be for, like, when people pressure you, I don't, don't, I want to smack you across the forehead. Don't <laughs> pressure me to do it. If I don't want to do a shot, my friend Haley taught me that. Don't don't pressure me. My bartender friend Jonathan sometimes does, and I just want to slap his little head. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. I love you, but mm-hmm. leave me alone. The power of hell. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we go to this bar that they love, and they order us. They know the bartender there, the Brown Derby at Hollywood Studios. And obviously they know each other because, Grant, the shots that this bartender poured were the size of tour buses. Oh. I mean, they were they were the biggest tequila shots I've ever seen in my life. They weren't shots. They were beverages. Yeah. I mean, these things were... I, I don't even really want to know how much tequila was in this shot. They give you a nice low ball where the whole thing's pretty much filled oh, up to the top. Grant, it really was. It was like a... Vol- it was the... It's like if Julia was a shot, oh, that's how big this shot gotcha. would be. Gotcha. Well said. There we go. There yeah, we go. Julia Intense. was a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, now at this point, and you know how this is, you don't want to be the lame one, right, Grant? Yeah, you don't no. want to be, and I got to look cool. You know, I love these people. This guy's cool. He's a barber. He has tats. He's, I don't want to appear like the lame ass here. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and Colin doesn't care. Colin's younger, and he just throws it back. No, oh. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. He doesn't right away. But I am uncharacteristically all about this. And Colin is looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? And he's saying this to me as we're walking in the spa. He goes, why are you agreeing to this? Like, you, <laughs> he knows. You do not like shots. You do not do shots. It never ends well. I'm like, no, this is going to be great. So we get to the bar <laughs> and we do these shots and I throw mine back immediately. Whoa. To which Colin is looking at me like danger, Will Robinson, danger. Danger. Good reference. Yeah. Love it. Lost so, space. so. Then Colin kicks his back. So we're standing there and we hug them goodbye. We thank them for the shot. And I look at my watch and I go, oh, Kyle, we have a, a lightning lane, which means a like a fast pass. Yep. To a ride. We have a we we have to go. We have to get on Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. <laughs> so <laughs> perfect for after a shot, you know. So 
So we, we, we get in line. Now, mind you, Grant, it's not that long of a walk. But by the time we get to the ride vehicle, that is kicking in. Uh-huh. It is. It is. Uh, it's kicking in. I'm feeling it. Colin is feeling it, more importantly. And we're on this ride, and I am just... I feel like Goofy's talking to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm I on this little train. Yeah, I can imagine. And we get off. We get off the first ride. And I notice that, that once we get off the ride vehicle, there is a large group of tourists blocking the exit to the, to, to the building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Okay. Well, there was a monsoon outside, and oh. nobody wanted to go outside. Oh. When we come back, when <laughs> we return, I will tell you how and why this story ended in nudity <laughs> and gay screaming. Yes! When we return. Hold <laughs> you here, everyone. It's the Dude Show edition of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis has taken some deserved days off. Uh, Dawn McClain continues her leave. But programming note, she will be back on Monday. Yes. So it'll be good to see her. And then on Tuesday, for the first time since June 29th, June 29th, our show will be complete. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a run. That's a run. That's Grant. a run, you guys. But it makes for more anticipation for Tuesday. Think of that's all right. the listeners who can't wait for Tuesday to get the whole gang uh, back together. I can't wait. Remember, though, Alexis cannot get. She's got to she, I told her. Wrap yeah. her up. Don't let her. She's got to be here. So Uh-huh. Because she forgot about these days off. Bless her heart. And, and she really meant it. She, she requested this months ago. And then with the kerfuffle with staffing and then Dawn's surgery and all, all that stuff. Um. She forgot about this until I think last week or yep. late last week. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my God, don't worry about it. And she's like, do you want me to get another? Fi-? I go, no, just make it just be Grant. Grant can handle it. Just make it just the two of us. Um, but I said to her, I said, don't worry about getting a fill in. But here's how this is what I want in return. Don't worry about calling folks in. But what I want for you in return, I want you wrapped in aluminum foil like a baked potato. <laughs> That's right. I said, I don't want you talking to anybody. Don't touch anybody. Make people get a yardstick. Wherever you go, make people stay uh, like a yardstick away from you. Don't touch people. Going back to like the original days, of the first part of COVID when we were yeah. all six feet bubbled up. Yeah. I said, literally be bubble Lex. I need you to be bubble Lex. Bubble boy, bubble Lex. There you so, go. There you go. Okay. So let me uh, wrap up this story. <laughs> we, were, I was, we left it off with, you teased it with. Nudity and gay screaming, and I gay can't screaming. wait to hear it. Let's go. So this is the tequila story, my talkers, that you heard. This is one of uh, there's two stories I get asked a lot about Disney-wise. Uh, red light, green light, Amelia and Mike, uh, and then Michael, and then this one now. So we're, we're off this ride. We get off the, the Mickey Minis, Runaway, We're Away, and Colin and I are now feeling the effects of two of the biggest tequila shots I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. Again, just to give you uh, at home, if I can paint a picture for you, if Julia Cobbs was a shot, that's how big it is. Why? That's, that's Yeah. Why? <laughs> so uh, we're feeling the effects. We get off this ride and I see this monsoon coming down. Now, it's important to note at this point in the story I'm very persnickety about getting wet. 
And I don't like I don't like to get wet. I don't uh, like I don't like people touching my hair or my head. Mm-hmm. And Colin knows all of my little idiosyncrasies. So just know that going into this. Okay. So we're at the precipice of the door. We make our way. We push our way through the crowd that's not wanting to leave this building. Because when I say it's raining, it's Florida raining, which oh, yeah. means not sheets of rain, comforters. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> buckets of comforters. Comforters of rain, Grant, just coming yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you've been in Florida, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. Every so, day at three o'clock, it rains, doesn't it? Thank you. Right? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Cl- yes. Sorry. That's right. So comforters of rain are coming down. And I look at Colin, and now you know that the the, the tequila is fully hitting me. <laughs> because I look at my husband, I go, let's go. And he yeah. goes, what? He goes, let's, I go, let's go. What, what's what's going to happen? We're going to get wet. And he goes, Jason, who are you? Like, what's <laughs> happening to you? Because we had to get, we now have, we now have a reservation. I'm using non-Disney terms. We have another fast pass mm-hmm. for the uber hot star wars ride called rise of the resistance yes which is the ride that i've been talking about for a couple years it's 20 minutes long it's one of the coolest things disney's ever done Mm -hmm. anyway looks so we we have a reservation for that now can't miss that we can't miss that grant no no so i look at colin (laughs) and i said well let's go and i start smiling i go let's just run in the rain he goes who the hell are you (laughs) i go let's go and before he can even further respond to me. I am gone. Like, I'm like homo forest gump. Like I'm, I'm running for my Dr. Pepper. I'm running. My Dr. So, Pepper. So Colin is running after me. So now we're running. And within 2.4 milliseconds, I am. we are drenched mm. from head to toe. Oh. That's how much rain is coming down. And I, when I mean drenched... I mean, I am. We are soaked through every layer. Oh, the worst! Within seconds, so we get into this ride, and the queue, the line, the queue for Rise of the Resistance is in like a cave. It looks. It's supposed to look like a secret rebel base. Got it. Awesome. So we're in the cave. We get. We we make it into the cave. Now, mind you, we're the only idiots. At this point, running or you know, running to this ride because mm-hmm. it's that much rain. Everyone else is smartly seeking shelter. Yeah, yeah. So we go, we get into the first cavern of this ride, and I'm ahead of Colin, as I told you. Mm-hmm. So I'm ahead of him enough. So I get in there and I shake off, like I take my hands and I shake. I, I look like Farrah Fawcett in a shampoo. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Commercial. Yes. It's like shaking my head. And I turn around and my husband is nowhere to be seen. Oh, no. So then he, I stand there. I'm like, Colin. And he finally comes up to me. And again, we're in this cavern. We're in this cave. And he starts taking off his clothes. <laughs> what? He starts undressing. You going to wring it out or what? So I'm like, now, mind you, the tequila is fully affecting your buddy Jace here. Mm-hmm. Like, I am now fully tequilaed. Yes. Again, you speedy Gonzalez out of there, so you got the tequila going, so you're good. The Julia size shot (laughs) is having its full effect on your old pal Jace. Got it. So I don't know what is happening. The world is a magical place to me, and all all I'm processing, Grant, all I'm processing, looking at my husband, is that he's naked (laughs) in Disneyland. (laughs) Now let me let me be clear because he's going to text me. I'm so out of it that he's really not naked. He's only shirtless and okay. wringing out his pants. So he's his shorts. So it appears because he's grabbing the bottom of his shorts and wringing it out. So a lot of leg is exposed yeah. and then he's shirtless. To me, I register that as naked. So I am now screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I am now screaming in the Star Wars ride at him. And I'm like, why are you naked? This I'm not kidding, Grant. This is how I'm speaking to him. Like, why are you naked, Colin? Why are you naked in a Star Wars ride? Let's draw all the I go, Colin, you can't. And this is me, Grant. I'm not even I'm I'm actually probably conservative in my imitation of me. I'm screaming at him. I'm like, you can't be naked in a Star Wars ride, Colin. <laughs> Why are you naked in a Star Wars ride? And he goes, Jason. Now, you know how there are moments in life when you're like, and you instantly sober up? Yeah. I think Colin was so embarrassed by my <laughs> my fit that it instantly sobered him up. Just gave me and that. he's like, Jason, I am not naked. I am shirtless. Like, I'm just wringing out my shirt. I go, Colin, this is really embarrassing. Like, you can't. We're going to get in trouble. And we're going to get banned from Disney World forever. Which cannot you cannot happen. be naked. And Okay, so on my fourth time saying that he's naked in a Star Wars ride, at that moment, there's a family of like five that would, enters the cave. Yep, waiting for this to happen. There we go. Family of five. And there's like three children. Oh, it's like the freaking nuclear family. You know, they come by. <laughs> and they are trying to get around us. Here are these two full-size homosexuals <laughs> screaming at each other, blocking this cave. And they're trying to maneuver around these half-naked homos screaming at each other. And the look on their face, I'm sober enough to have remembered the look of total horror of this family watching us. And Colin's like, Jason, there are families now. Let's just, we're not going to get kicked out because I'm not naked. We're going to get kicked out because you're You're, screaming. Like, you're screaming at me. (laughs) I could just see him looking at you just. Oh, mm -mm, it was. mm -mm. So he puts his shirt back on and he, like, just gently pushes me in the direction of where (laughs) we need to go. And I'm not kidding. From that moment, 
neither of us. And now, because again, he wasn't the 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 pillar of sobriety either. Okay. We do not remember anything about that ride. Oh, uh, I now look. We had been on it. I've okay. been on it a hundred times. Good, but, good, good. But that particular, we woke up the next morning, and Colin goes, "Do you remember? Like, do you remember the <laughs> yeah. ride itself?" I go, "No." The last thing I remember is you gently Nudging. pushing me in the right direction of the cave, uh, <laughs> post family judging us. You know, yeah. So Question. Did you have sandals or shoes on when you were doing that? Sandals. Okay, because you can't have wet socks. Nothing no, worse. that's horrible. Back to Forrest Gump reference there. You got to yep. have dry socks. Gotta Absolutely dry socks. horrible. The yeah. worst. Absolutely. Love that so story. There we go. Thank you. That was fun. There's, there, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your public service announcement. Never drink a tequila shot the size of Julia. That's right. <laughs> there we go. When we come back, uh, we're going to play a little game. Stay with us, everyone. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Here's a dad joke from listener Connie. How do you tell a girl pancake from a boy pancake? By the way, they're stacked. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Lex. So good. She actually has a new, a new stack of dad jokes that will be uh, debuting soon, hopefully. Yes, hopefully, it. she's uh, given them to Rocco, um, so we'll get them in March of 2023. So we hope to get those out to you. There we go. Welcome March back, of 2023. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide on our my talk app. I'm Jace uh, with Grant. It's the Dude Show. Uh, Kenny's here and Mike is filling in on the board, doing a great job. Uh, while uh, Alexis takes some very much deserved days off, uh, Dawn continues her leave. And again, I can't say it enough because we're very excited. Uh, Dawn McLean returns on Tuesday. That's right. Yes. I have uh, missed our ghost hunting paranormal. Yes. Expert. So it's going to be it's going to be great having her back. And, and just uh, to have another producer around for sure. As we were talking about <laughs> earlier, it's yes. been a little tight around here. So it'll be well, nice to get a. Uh-huh. A warm body in here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is uh you're listening to who's left, basically. This is uh <laughs> this is it. The 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 guys here, this is the who's left. Yeah. Uh it is game time, everybody, and we're gonna play a little game. And today, uh Grant, uh Good Morning Grant is gonna play Jason and Alexis True or False. That's Ooh. right. Now, Grant, these are real true or false questions. Some pop culture related. Some just general. Got it. So are you ready? I am always ready, but we'll now, see if I'm right. Now, usually Alexis and Dawn can work together, but you're all by yourself. You can uh, talk to Mike. Mike can help you out if you need to phone a friend. Love it. So here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go. In Finding Nemo, the protagonist is a puffer fish. True or false? I'm going to go with true. Final answer. True final answer for question number one. I think that's wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's wrong. You are very wrong. (laughs) We are off to a great start on Jason and Alexis. The puffer fish was scared all the time, I think. Wasn't he? Wasn't he a little? Well, 
he is a clownfish. That's it, clownfish. Uh, I got to go, get Mike involved here. I think he knew that one. Yeah, it's all right there. All right. True or false? There are 14 bones in a human foot. 14 bones. Please do not Google at home. No and cheating. You can see my hands. Uh, I'm going to go um, false. I'm going to go false. Mike's you looking are right. At ah! There are actually 28 bones in a human foot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. But, you know, a lot going that's on that controls bones. our whole body. It makes it, yeah. makes us go. True or false? Hot and cold water sound the same when poured. This is interesting. Oh, wow. I'm going to phone in a friend here, Mike. I mean, I'm guessing you're going to be as clueless as I am on this one. But Very like, much so. Thank you. What do you What do you think on this one? It's got to sound differently because especially if it's super hot, there's going to be some steam involved as well. If I, I'd say it's different. Okay. I'm I think so. Far. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. True. They Mike is a very smart guy. Yes, there that's right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> it is false because uh, due to the fact that hot water has a higher uh, visot, vis, vis, viscosity there we go. than cold water. Okay. That's a fun fact. Yeah. I actually, That's a fun fact rolled into a true or false question. Very true. And I'll be able to say viscosity by the time the show ends, I promise. <laughs> well. Okay. Here we go. Meghan Markle's first name is Rachel. True or false? Well, I'm going to go with the true because it seems so obscure. Going true. You are right. There we go. And you didn't even need Mike's help for that. No. Very good. I'm not tuned into the Royals either, so that was a good guess. You're not working on Lori and Julia? How is that allowed? The only Exactly. The only bit I get is when Lori brings us royal moments. Other than that, oh, I God. avoid it. Because I get a lot of, you know, with the ginger, the beard, Prince Harry, oh. I get a lot of comparisons. So I kind of avoid that little section. You should. Yes. You should. Yes. Here we go. This is, uh, this is fascinating. I didn't know this. In a deck of cards, the king has a mustache. True or false? Mm. My first answer wants to be that Jack has a mustache. I'm going to say false, but let's, Mike, Mike, what do you think? I think false. I think two of the Jacks have mustaches, and I think the the king might have a beard. I don't know. You're right. King has a beard. Jack has a mustache. I think that sounds right. Yeah. So we're together on this one. False. You are right. You are absolutely right. Nice job. You guys are a good little team there. (laughs) That's right. Two are false. Cinderella was the first Disney princess. Oh, oh! I don't want to let you down here, Jason. Man, tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. <sighs> Cinderella was the first. Is that what you're saying? True or false? Cinderella. Uh-huh. Cinderella, Cinderella was Cinderella-ly. the first. I'm gonna say false. You are right. Ah. Seven dwarfs. There we go. That's right. I was just for a bonus. You, I mean, there's no points uh, awarded, but for a bonus, I was going to ask you uh, who was the first, and you are absolutely right. It was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There we go. That's right. Okay, your final one. Goldfish have a two-second memory. True or false? I'm going true. 
You didn't even need Mike's help for that one. Mike, what do you think? I think that's an urban legend. I think it's actually false. Okay, Mike's going to... Let's do it, Mike. I'm going to go true. He's going false. Who's, who's got it? Mike is right. That's right, Mike. It is an urban legend. Their memories can actually last for months, everybody. Oh. For months. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jason and Alexis, true or false? That's right. Uh, when we come back, it is part one of Am I the Asshat? Stay with us. Over the past 13 years, Livia has helped thousands of people lose weight and change their lives for the better. Hi, it's Dawn McLean with my talk. I'm one of those people. I have been on the Livia program and maintained my weight loss uh, for three years now. I lost a total of 30 pounds. It's been awesome for me. And one of the best things about losing weight with the Livia program is that you keep the weight off. Also, health-wise, oh my gosh, you go into the doctor, all of your numbers are different for the better and any injuries that you have whenever you're heavy oh my gosh your knees hurt more you know the deal so call Livia today get healthier right now you can get this great special tell them about it Steve thanks Don yes there are so many reasons to love Livia weight control centers and here's one more it's Livia's exclusive end of summer anniversary offer and right now you can join the program for 50% off call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit livea.com Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk, and streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. I'm Jace, with Grant filling in for Alexis, who takes uh, taking some days off. She'll be back on Tuesday. Dawn will be back on Monday. Well, today's Wednesday, and that means it's time to debate who is the asshat. That's right. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Part one. Okay, so here's a scenario. Uh, get ready to weigh in. You can call Mike uh, if you have an opinion at 651-641-1071. And uh, you can also tweet us as well. So here we go. Am I the asshat for asking my sister if her wedding was, quote, worth it? Here's the story. My sister got married last Saturday, and it was a nightmare. She and my mom spent nearly an entire year in the lead-up to the event talking about it. This wouldn't have bothered me if it was excitement fueling all of those conversations, but instead what was fueling it was stress. I've never seen the appeal personally of a big wedding. Watching this play out has solidified my point of view. My husband and I got married in a small ceremony in front of close friends and family. Maybe about 25 uh, folks or so. No anxiety. Uh, we were able to call it our day, etc. Just us celebrating our love with people we love. My sister's wedding was the antithesis of that. Of that, It was over the top. The guest list was already massive. And then she allowed children there on top of that. If you can imagine 200 plus people plus kids running around what is supposed to be a peaceful event and <laughs> not get anxious... I envy you. I already knew the whole thing was going to go terribly as much as I hate to say it. You can't welcome that level of mayhem while also having your itinerary planned down to the minute. There was nothing intimate or personal. It seemed she was inviting friends she hadn't spoken to in years just to fill out more seats. The whole thing was ostentatious, and I have no idea who she was trying to impress. Myself and the rest of our siblings are all in similar financial situations. Just because you have the money to pay for something doesn't mean you should. My husband and I were ready to head home right after the ceremony, but we played nice and stuck around. At one point over the course of the night, she ended up in tears, unsurprisingly. 
I got roped into trying to comfort her about the whatever was bothering her. And at that point, I asked my sister if it was all worth it. Was all the planning and stress and money dropped on this event worth the final outcome and stress? My mom told me that my attitude the entire day had been terrible. The comments from my husband and I were distasteful. And the question I had asked was awful and rude. I haven't spoken to either she or my sister since the wedding. Am I the asshat? 651-641-1071. I love one of these topics about a wedding because mm-hmm. I have I have a lot of opinions. Grant, what do you think? Off the, hearing it off the top of your head. I am with her 100%. I think it's totally fine to ask that question. I ask that question pretty much to every single person I know that has a big wedding because it seems chaotic. It seems like a lot of stress. And it's supposed to be a fun day that you're supposed to celebrate with some close friends and family. So... Uh, I don't think uh, she had any, you know, did anything wrong in asking that at all. And, um, you know, my parents got married out in Vegas in a small chapel type situation. I myself plan to do a similar smaller type wedding. So I think it's okay that she asked it. I don't know why I wouldn't be offended if someone asked me that at all, at all, because it makes sense. Like you said, 200 guests with kids. Can you imagine? And and we don't know the moment that caused her to start crying at the event. I won't, I will say that there's something that happened that caused her to crack and all the siblings are around her and they're trying to comfort her. And I think some people I was reading the thread, some people had a, a, had a problem with, there's nothing wrong with the question that maybe at that moment, wasn't the time to say, was this all worth it? Good point. Which yeah, I can kind—I can kind of see that if you're trying to comfort her, even if you feel that, and even though it's the truth, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I have a much different—I have very strong feelings about weddings in general. Okay, but, okay, and I'll get to that in a second. Thank but you. Let's get let's go to the phone lines. Plenty let's of go them. to let's go to Anna on line one. We'll start with her. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. Is the sister the asshat? Um, I would say so. I think she is because I can't imagine having like this big day all planned out and then your sister just bluntly saying that. Like that just sounds so rude to me. And also, like it's not the sister's day; it's her day. So the sister should get over herself. And not at, especially in a moment where she's kind of cracking. Yeah, I just think I don't. I don't know. It just sounds unfair. It's like okay, obviously the sister had her day that she loved and dreamed of, but like maybe you know the the bride had a different vision and. I don't know. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I think she's the asshat. I love it. Thank you for that perspective. Let's yeah. go to Christine online. Thank you, Anna. Have a good day. Yeah, let's Let's go to Christine online, too. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about this? Is the sister the asshat? Hi, Jace. Hi. Absolutely, the sister, is, the sister is an asshat. I agree with Anna, the previous caller. Just because her idea of her wedding is a small, intimate affair with the people that she loves and that's what she wanted for her wedding does not necessarily mean that's her sister's dream. And I think she should have supported her sister. And in a moment of weakness at her sister's wedding, she, she like, poked the bear. You know, she just really kind of brought her down even further. I think it was not supportive. I think it was really rude. Thank you, Christine. I love our listeners. Let's go to Chris on line three. And then we'll do one more, and then uh, I'll give you my opinion. Chris, welcome to the show. How do you Hello. feel? Is, she, is the sister the asshat? She, the writers said definitely. The sister's definitely an asshat. It was her sister's wedding. Hands and down, she, not her choice. She Even if she was right, she should have kept her mouth shut is what you're saying. Um. 
Yeah, because I don't know if she was right. Yeah. I mean, with all the planning, hey, I had a wedding at 25. My mom and I probably fought every single day. At the end of the day, 31 years later, people are was the most fun we've ever had in our entire life. And there was kids there. Yeah. So, yeah, it is, I love it. it is. Don't piss on someone else's parade. Yep. Well said. I love it. I Thank love you, that. Chris. <laughs> Thank let's you. Gi- let's give Dawn the other. Uh, let's uh, uh, give Dawn the last word here. Not our Dawn, the other Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Welcome to the show. You get the final word on this. Is the sister the asshat? Most definitely. I think that was totally awful of her sister to ask that on her wedding day. Now, a couple years down the road, if she wanted to ask that, that would be okay. But emotions are running so high. And it's a wedding and things are crazy. I think that was awful of her sister. Mm. Yeah, right. Dawn, I will thank you, sweetie, for calling in. I appreciate that. And I'm going to piggyback. I'm going to use, uh, have a good day, Dawn. I'm going to use you. what Dawn said at the, toward the end there. Emotions are running high. And, I, and I'll That's tell you, I, I, have, I, have, I have learned this lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. And I believe me, I am never <laughs> I, I have alluded to this over the last year. And you probably if you listen to the show with any frequency, you probably have heard me reference this. Not specifically. I. Uh, I, I attended a wedding for somebody and I used the wedding innocently with and then my intentions were were my really and I really do think a lot of things boil down to intention my intention was really um innocent and good but I used the wedding and our uh trip to the wedding as a catalyst for a conversation on this broadcast and it was t- I used it as it wasn't a judgment of the wedding that we had attended but I used it to bring up a conversation about is a big wedding necessarily um, the right way to go? The the bride, from what I understand, the bride and family members took that as me criticizing the actual wedding I was at. Oh. And it started World War Three, and text messages flew, some of the meanest text messages I've ever received from people. Mm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand this. I, everything that in my life becomes, and Grant, you get this, it becomes content. Yep. So I bring that up because I can see where people would take it wrong, but my, that wasn't my intention. And my point is what Dawn said at the very end you got to be very careful because with weddings, it's so personal. Good point. Emotions are running high, and it's it's like a it's it's a garden. You got to be you got to be very careful with the flowers in that garden That's because they can be easily stepped on. Yes. And boy, did I learn at that time. I'm still reeling from the text <laughs> messages. We'll be back with part two right after this.